My name is Dulce Valencia and welcome to Telenovelas con Dulce, a podcast where every week I invite special guests to break down the telenovelas we love. From the music to the cast to the unforgettable plot twist. Every slap, every imbecile, every secret twin. I have got you covered. Bienvenidos and welcome to another episode of Telenovelas con Dulce. My name is Dulce Valencia. I am your host and welcome, dear listener, to another day of recapping one of the most toxic telenovelas of all time. That's right, I am talking about Lo que la vida me robo. So, Today, we're going to be discussing the plots of episodes 37 through 44 of Lo que la vida me robó. We're over, over a quarter of the way there into this telenovela. I've actually... Okay, okay. So, full disclosure, I actually watch more than the 44 episodes, but 44 is just a really good spot to stop. So, I'm only going to be recapping up until then because everything that happens after that is just crazy and wild and oof oof this telenovela y'all this telenovela I just I'm just gonna get started because we have a lot to discuss so last we left off Jose Luis was getting ready to escape from the hacienda because he is wanted for murder that's right our Jose Luis just cannot catch a break. So if y'all remember, in last episode, we talked about how Alejandro was almost ambushed and killed by Loreto, who's the chief of police. So talk about corruption. There's so much corruption in this telenovela. And they were going to kill Alejandro because the president of Aguasul is like, I want Alejandro's land. And so they were just going to kill him. But luckily, Jose Luis has... Jose Luis, Jose Luis likes Alejandro, and he's not just gonna let him be killed. Obviously, Alejandro dying would mean that Montserrat would now be able to be with Jose Luis, but Jose Luis has gotten to know Alejandro, likes Alejandro, and so he's not gonna let Alejandro be killed. So Jose Luis saved Alejandro, but in doing so, he ended up killing Loreto, R.I.P. Loreto. And so now he's wanted by the police because even though Alejandro lied and was like, oh, he was killed by los asaltantes that are running around, no one believes him because we know that the asaltantes are actually working for Loreto and Pedro Medina, the president of Aguasul. So confusing, I know, but basically they know that Alejandro is lying and they issue a warrant for Jose Luis's arrest. And so now Jose Luis has to leave the hacienda and the police comes that day, but Alejandro is able to hide them. And when the police leaves, Montserrat is like, you have to go because she doesn't want Jose Luis there. So Jose Luis risks it by leaving that night even though they're not sure if the police is still there and sure enough when Jose Luis leaves the police immediately are after him and so him and Refugio have to split up so Refugio makes his way to Esmeralda's house and poor Jose Luis is just left in the woods trying to find a place to hide and he eventually makes his way to our dear Angelica and y'all, I 
I love Angelica. Like, at first, I was like, I wasn't sure if I was gonna like her or not. I don't know why, because I just remember the first time I watched it, not really feeling much for her. But this time, I really love Angelica's character. And she's able to hide Jose Luis for the night, and she hides him the next morning too, but then... Dimitrio is staying at her house and he really quickly realizes that she's hiding something and everyone is out there looking for Jose Luis. The police come to their house and are like, we think Jose Luis might have hidden here. So they're looking everywhere while Jose Luis is stuck in the room and Angelica is like, let me sneak you out. So when she's trying to sneak him out, Dimitrio catches him and Dimitrio calls the police and long story short, Jose Luis is arrested. And when he's arrested, Pedro Medina meets him and Pedro Medina has had an interest in Jose Luis for a long time and finally meeting him, Jose Luis tells him how you know, his real name isn't Antonio Olivares. His real name is Jose Luis and how Antonio Olivares was killed and he's buried by the road and everything. And Angelica, when Jose Luis is arrested, she she puts it upon herself that she's going to get him out. So she steals money from Dimitrio. And the money that Dimitrio had is money that he stole from his best friend, who in turn stole from Alejandro. So this money has just been stolen and stolen and stolen until finally Angelica steals the money and she takes it with her and she makes her way to Agua Azul to try to get Jose Luis out. And she succeeds, but not really because of her, really because Pedro Medina kind of lets him get away and... It is because, again, Pedro Medina wants Alejandro dead. And he knows that Jose Luis had a thing for Montserrat. And he realizes that if he lets Jose Luis out and tells Alejandro that the man who was spending this entire time with him at his hacienda was not really Antonio Olivares, but Jose Luis, his sworn enemy, that Jose Luis and Alejandro might just go ahead and kill themselves. So that's his big master plan. So Jose Luis is free and on the run again, but this time Angelica is like, I'm going with you and I'm not letting you go alone. And so Jose Luis is like, fine, you can come with me. So they're able to get a boat and Angelica is like, we're going to make our way to my aunt's house. My aunt loves me and we're going to stay there and we're going to fix things. So they show up. And when they show up, poor Angelica gets really sick. So Jose Luis has to find the aunt and everything. And that's when he learns that Angelica is dying. And so the aunt is very much hesitant about Jose Luis at first. But once she sees that Angelica really loves him and that Jose Luis can make Angelica's last months of her life really happy, she tells Jose Luis, why don't you marry her? And Jose Luis is like, I'm not going to marry her. You know, I really love her, but I'm not in love with her type of thing. And she's just like, you would be making her really happy. It's the right thing to do. And y'all, I'm calling I'm calling bullshit on Jose Luis because I do believe that he loves Angelica. I mean, he did say that he cares for her, but he wasn't like in love with her because he cares for Montserrat. But I think that at this point, it's more like he is obsessed with Montserrat and he's just mourning 
mourning and grieving the life that he could have had had Montserrat not married Alejandro and had he not be framed for the murder of Bruno Gamboa. So I think that part of the reason why Jose Luis is still very much clinging on to Montserrat is that he's clinging on to the life that he will never be able to have now. And so it's more than just Montserrat. So I think that he actually really is in love with Angelica, but he hasn't realized it yet. So then Jose Luis kind of realizes that she's right and that Angelica is a wonderful human being. I mean, I didn't mention it, but while they're on the run, <laughs> there's this really cute scene where they're getting a hotel and Jose Luis is like, we want two rooms. And Angelica's like, no, we want one room. And then Jose Luis is like, fine, we'll take a room with two beds. And then Angelica's like, no, we're going to take a room with one bed. And then eventually they get a room with two beds, but Angelica basically sneaks in she doesn't sneak in but she jumps into his bed and cuddles with him and is like we're gonna sleep together and they just sleep together like literally just sleep and it's so wholesome it's so cute and again I think this is what Jose Luis needs and I think that Angelica is a much better match for him than Montserrat ever was and so they spend the night together but going back um to the aunt so the aunt tells Jose Luis to marry Angelica and eventually Jose Luis realizes that he should marry Angelica, but he tells the aunt, I'm going to be straight up with you. I'm a fugitive of the law. They're blaming me for killing people, etc., etc." But the aunt is like, I have connections. And it turns out that the chief of the Marine, I don't know if that's the right title, but the main Marine guy who was Jose Luis's former boss is her brother. And she's like, I can just call him and we can clear your name and we can clear everything and you can go back to the Marines. So it's basically too good to be true, right? Except it isn't. And so they set a wedding date. The aunt calls her her brother and he comes and shows up and he's told that Angelica is getting married and then he sees that it's Jose Luis who's getting married. And so that's up until the point we get with Jose Luis and Angelica's storyline because we get a few episodes where it's just the two of them, but then we're going to jump into the main, main storyline because so much is happening with Monse and Alejandro. So that happens with Jose Luis and Angelica, but real fast before I stop on them, there is a point where when the aunt is telling Jose Luis that he should marry Angelica, she also says, you know, when she marries, she's going to have access to a great inheritance her grandmother left her. Because I don't know if it's common in the United States, but I guess it's something that happens in telenovelas a lot, where inheritances are often tied to marriage. So the person has to get married to claim an inheritance. That happens all the time. So once Angelica gets married, she's going to get access to a bunch of money, and her and Jose Luis are going to be basically set for life. But Jose Luis, because he's a gentleman, he tells the aunt, you know, great, she's going to be fine, but that money is going to be hers, not mine. And so Jose Luis is doing the right thing here. Again, I just think that him and Angelica are just a much better couple than him and Montserrat. So that happens with Jose Luis and Angelica. So before I get into Montserrat and Alejandro, because I really want to save their storyline for the end, I'm going to talk real fast about Nadia and Victor. So if y'all remember Nadia and Victor, Victor is Alejandro's best friend and Nadia is Monse's best friend, they begin an affair. 
And Pedro Medina, who's Nadia's husband and the president of Aguazul, finds out and he beats up Victor. And he's like, you have to stay away from her. And he does. He tries to break it off by being super mean and being like, I never loved you. All I cared about was the adventure of seducing you. You were just a game to me. But Nadia is not having it because she's in love with Victor and she goes outside of his house and waits hours in the rain until Victor finally lets her in, confesses everything that's been going on, and they reconcile. But when they reconcile, Pedro Medina kind of like senses that Nadia's doing better. And so he's really much being emotionally abusive to Nadia. I mean, he's been emotionally abusive to Nadia this entire time. However, the difference is that now Nadia stands up to him. And at one point, she even accuses him of being gay and is like, you're gay. I know you don't like women. And I know that that's the reason you haven't had sex with me, this whole thing. And Pedro Medina is pissed and he beats up Esmeralda, Refugio's girlfriend, because he knows that Esmeralda is the only one that knows this information. And so he beats her up. It's really bad. And yeah. So real fast on the Pedro Medina storyline though. So uh, I don't like this because... So if y'all don't know, Mexican telenovelas can be very homophobic and very much anti-gay. There was this one telenovela, for example, that had a gay couple, which is basically unheard of in Mexican telenovelas specifically. There's a few that have had gay characters uh, and gay couples, but in this particular telenovela, and I don't remember which one it is, but in this particular telenovela, the gay couple kissed and Mexico threw a fit. Like, Mexican communities in Mexico were like, that's that's wrong, that's anti-religious. They were just pissed that these two characters shared a kiss. And so they had to cut that part out of the telenovela. And there was this one telenovela, for example, called Amar Sin Limites that was based off of this other telenovela called Resistiré, which was Argentinian, and prominently featured a gay couple and everything. And in the Mexican version, they featured the gay couple, but they very much toned it down. I mean, they had a marriage ceremony and the gay couple did not kiss. They hugged because that's how that's how ingrained anti-gay sentiment is in Mexico. That telenovelas just cannot portray gay couples and it's changing, it's becoming a little bit better, but not fast enough at all. And this telenovela is obviously a few years old. It came out in 2013 and 2014. And we get a scene where Nadia tells Montserrat, my husband is gay. And it's like the biggest scandal that could happen. And I mean, up until this point, they're just treating it as it's like this really... the biggest, most worst thing that Pedro Medina could be. I mean, this is a man who emotionally and physically abuses women, but the worst thing about him is, oh, he doesn't like women. He's gay. So uh, I just hate it. I just hated this. I, 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 I hate this. So that's real fast on um, Pedro Medina. I just wanted to touch that part because it re it's really disappointing to rewatch a telenovela and just now pick up on the stuff that you may have missed when you were younger. And this particular, I was like, I hate this. I do not like this. And I hate that they make a villain gay and 
or I actually like I'll I'll just give the spoiler spoiler alert um but a spoiler is that Pedro Medina is not gay he just can't have relations with women but the fact that I feel like this telenovela is using oh he's potentially gay as part of his character flaws as a villain I don't like that and so I think that's why it rubs me the wrong way so much but anyway that's real fast on Pedro Medina I just wanted to address that and so going back to Victor and Nadia so once they're back together there's a point where Nadia is back at the hacienda and she has Victor come with her but Pedro Medina comes halfway through because he knows that the only reason Nadia is going to the hacienda is to be with Victor and at this point, Pedro Medina already knows that Jose Luis was Jose Luis and not Antonio Olivares. So he's about to tell Alejandro, but Nadia's trying to save her best friend and tells Pedro, do not tell him. If you don't tell him, I promise I will be the perfect wife. I will go to every single one of your events. I'll smile. I'll wave, I'll play the perfect part, just do not ruin Monse's life. And so Pedro Medina doesn't, but again, it's because he has the safety that Jose Luis is out of prison and that eventually Alejandro will find out. So that's the only reason he agrees to not blow everything right then and there. But also when Nadia makes the promise, she also promises that she will leave Victor behind completely and she'll forget every little thing about him. So sure enough, she leaves with Pedro Medina and Victor has to chase after them and Nadia Nadia just leaves him and is like, I don't want you. I'm not interested in you anymore. Pedro Medina is the man I want and he's the one that can provide me the better life. So yeah, she basically breaks up with Victor but doesn't tell him the real reason why she broke up with him. So that's that on Victor and Nadia's storyline. Just want you all to keep that in mind because their storyline is going to become much more important as we go on. So now... The moment we've all been waiting for, Monse and Alejandro. So, I'm sorry. I just, there's so much that happens with them. I'll start with the beginning, which when we last left them off, they were finally coming to a point where they were, they were happy and they were starting to fall in love with each other. I mean, Alejandro has always been in love with Monse. But Monse was finally starting to love him too. And that's part of the reason why she wanted Jose Luis gone completely. Because she just, it hurt her conscience too much to have him there. And so, once Jose Luis is gone, things are really able to thrive. Oh my god, I'm already laughing. I'm sorry. <laughs> so once Jose Luis is gone, her relationship with Alejandro is now able to thrive fully they love each other they're not afraid to say it and there's a point where they have their first consensual sex scene and oh my god y'all that scene i had to look away so many times because it's so it's it's just a lot that's all i'm gonna say their sex scene is a lot I mean, the chemistry between Angelique Boyer and Sebastián Rulli is just sizzling. If y'all didn't know, Lo que la vida me robó is the telenovela where they really fell in love with each other and became a couple. So 
that chemistry transcends into their performance. So yeah, that scene was just a lot. So they do that. And then the next day is when Nadia makes her way to the hacienda. And when she's there and when she's calling Victor for him to also come, Montserrat is like, can you ask him to get this very special thing for me? And we're not told what the very special thing is at first. We just know that Montserrat has asked Nadia to bring her something, and that's all we know. So her and Alejandro, again, they're, they're, just, they're just in marital bliss. They're talking about finally going on that honeymoon and going all over Europe. There's a scene where they go horseback riding, and, and Alejandro is riding horses, and Montserrat is just clapping. Like, they just have... They're, they're, just, they're just happy. Like, they're happy. And Maria is pissed because obviously she loves Alejandro, hates Montserrat, and she's just pissed. And then finally, when Nadia comes and when Victor comes, we find out that the thing that Montserrat asked for was a pregnancy test. And so her and Nadia go to the bathroom and Montserrat takes a pregnancy test and it turns out that she is pregnant. And so that day when Alejandro comes, Monse is like, I've been waiting for you. Like, I was anxious to see you. And Alejandro is just like, oh, you missed me. And oh my God, y'all, I really cannot stop like smiling and grinning because these scenes are so cheesy. But the reason that they work is because of the chemistry between Angelique Boyer and Sebastian Rulli. So give me a second. I'm going to try to control myself. Okay, I think I'm fine now. So when they're talking, at one point, Montserrat has a mareo. So she gets dizzy and she has to sit down. And Alejandro is so worried and is like, oh my God, do I have to call a doctor from Aguasul? And she's like, no, no, I've been feeling these things. And he's like, what do you mean? So this is serious. Like, let's, let, let's go. Like, let me take you to the doctors. And then Montserrat just smiles and is like, no, I know what's, I know what I have. And then Alejandro catches on and he's like, no. And she's like, mm -hmm, I'm pregnant. And I loved Sebastián Rulli's performance in this scene. Like his discovery of the fact that she's pregnant is just beautiful acting. I loved it. And so they're excited. They're happy. Again, this is just the peak of their marital bliss so they're so happy like everyone finds out everyone's happy for them it's just a good time to be Monse and Alejandro they're just happy they're just happy and I keep saying they're happy because y'all know something's gonna happen so they're really happy <laughs> And they even go to Aguasul and Monse is able to tell her dad, like, everything's great. And then, sorry, I forgot to mention that there's also a lot of shower scenes between Monse and Alejandro. And after Alejandro and Monse realize that they're expecting a child, Maria finds out and Maria is just pissed. She's angry. She's crying. And she walks into Montserrat's room because she's trying to tell Montserrat that her mother was having an affair with Alejandro's father, which is a big secret that Alejandro has kept from her. So Maria's going to try to ruin their happiness. But when she goes to Montse's room to tell her, Montse isn't there. Instead, it's Alejandro and he's showering. 
So what Maria does is she takes off her clothes and goes in and she starts kissing Alejandro, whose eyes are closed because he's showering. So he's kissing her. So Montserrat walks in, and when she walks in, she hears a shower. So of course, she's going to go join Alejandro. But when she does, she sees Maria and him kissing. So she yells at them. And that's when Alejandro, like, that's when Alejandro just loses it completely against Maria and is like what are you doing so he runs out after Montserrat and Montserrat is like you need to you need to go like she needs to go you need to kick her out I don't care if you do not kick her out I'm the one who's leaving and so this was the final straw for Alejandro so he kicks Maria out he has her bag packed, and when they pack her bag, they realize that she has some of his stolen money. So it's like a double, double puñalada, like a, a double knife in the back. And so he kicks Maria out, finally, like it took him long enough. And Monse and him talk, and Alejandro explains to her what happened. And then Monse is like, I know, I understand, and I believe you. And I just want you to know that I'm acting very calm and that I'm listening to you and that I believe you. So if something ever happens in the future where things seem really bad, you have to trust me, you have to listen to me, and above all, you have to believe me. And so it's very cryptic for Alejandro. But we, as the audience, know that she's referring to the moment where in the future he will inevitably find out that Jose Luis was pretending to be Antonio Olivares at the Hacienda. So that's what Montserrat is prepping him for. And sure enough, once Maria leaves, like they're both very happy and everything. But the next day, the police comes and they tell Alejandro that they found the body of Antonio Olivares. And Alejandro is like, oh no, he died. And they're like, yup, and your capataz is on the run. And then Alejandro is like, what do you mean? How can my capataz be on the run when you just said he's dead? And they're like, no, sir. So the man pretending to be Antonio Olivares, in fact, killed the real Antonio Olivares, pretended to be him, and was, in fact, Jose Luis Alvarez. So Alejandro, oh my god, his eyes turn bright red. He just starts crying. He is pissed. It's this whole thing. And finally, everything starts clicking to him. He starts realizing that all the times Montserrat was with him, all the times like things seemed odd, the letter he had found, everything finally falls into place. And Alejandro realizes that everyone knew and that this was a whole secret, and he is pissed. At this point, when he finds out Montserrat isn't at home because she went to go see El Padre Anselmo to tell him that she's pregnant, and actually, it, it was a lovely moment because when Montserrat left, she took one of the cars, and this time, Alejandro was like, it's okay, I trust her because they've come so far in their relationship. So when he finds out... He just loses it completely. He locks Carlota and Rosario in a room, literally locks them, gets nails, and seals the door shut. And Carlota is just like, oh my god, he's gonna kill my niece. And so Alejandro grabs a gun, he loads it, 
And then Montserrat walks in and immediately she notices that something is wrong. And that's when Alejandro just screams at her, is like, you lied to me, you had him here, you all were probably like having an affair while he was here, you made a fool out of me, everyone here knew except me. He's just screaming, he's crying. Montserrat is like, being like, listen to me, that's not what it seems, like, they lied to you, he didn't kill Antonio Olivares, like, this is what happened, but Alejandro is not having it, at one point, he throws her to the ground, and is like, that's the spot you deserve, you're just, you're nothing to me, and luckily, he doesn't kill her, because he very much wanted to, and instead, he's just like, I need you to pack up your stuff, you have 30 minutes, pack everything, and you're gone. And then Montserrat is like, like, you can't kick me out. Like, I'm pregnant with your child. Like, you're not going to kick us out. And that's when Alejandro really drops a stinger. And he's like, that's not my child. That's probably Jose Luis's child. And so Monse is really, really, really sad and crying. And finally, Alejandro unseals Carlota and Rosario's door and is like you all need to get out of here he fires Rosario again kicks Carlota out and while Carlota and Rosario and Monse are in Monse's room and Monse's like I'm not going anywhere which is really funny because just a few months ago she was trying to find a reason to leave Alejandro but at this point she loves him and she's just like I'm not leaving I'm not leaving Meanwhile, Alejandro is in his office, and while there, Victor walks in, and he's like, what's going on? Alejandro tells him everything, and he shows him the gun, and he says, I loaded this gun with two bullets, one for her and one for me. Y'all, this man is unhinged. Like, he needs therapy, he needs so much professional help, because he just tried to kill someone and then commit suicide. I can't believe we romanticized this relationship as kids because it is so, so toxic. So luckily, Victor is like, give me that gun. You're not going to do that. And Montserrat at this point comes to his office and is like, I need to talk. And Alejandro is like, I only gave you 30 minutes to pack up. You need to be gone. And then Montserrat tries to tell him everything. She tells him the entire truth. But Alejandro has no interest in listening to this truth. And he's like, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. And finally, he's just like, you're out. Leave. And so Montserrat finally has enough. And she's just like, you're going to regret this one day. And she walks out and she grabs her aunt and she grabs Rosario and is like, Rosario, let's go. And Rosario's like, I can't leave. El señor Alejandro, because again, that's her son. And then Montserrat is like, you promised you would take care of my child as if you were his grandmother, no? And Rosario is like, yes. And then Montserrat is like, well, you're coming with me. And so she takes Rosario, she takes her tia Carlota, and very loudly is like, el señor is not going to be responsible for his own child. And she's just throwing digs at Alejandro. But yeah, things are very much done between them. And so... Montserrat leaves the hacienda and Alejandro is left alone without his wife, without his mother, and without his soon-to-be-born child. And that is how episode 44 ends and that is where we're going to stop for today. 
there's so much to unpack here. The toxicness, everything. This this telenovela is a lot. There's so much going on. But above everything, it's so toxic and it's so unhealthy. But I'm still watching. So thank you all so much for listening to this episode. I really appreciate you all listening week by week. And yeah, after this, we're taking off. I think for next week, I'm going to try to get to episode 75. So we're just picking up steam. Like, I think this moment, the moment Alejandro kicks Montserrat out of the hacienda, is when the telenovela truly begins. So I'm really excited to see where we're going in this telenovela. Thank you all for listening and take care. And I'll see you all next week. Bye, everyone.